the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you will never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast with a pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Say to God, our God desires to have an intimate relationship with all of us who are his children. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, so that that opportunity can be made available to you and me. But unfortunately, although Jesus made that opportunity available to us, most Christians don't have the kind of intimacy with God that he wants to have with us. And if they do want to have an intimate relationship with him, they don't know how to. The good news is that the Bible teaches us that there are pathways that we can take to increase our intimacy with God. Each and every one of us needs to know what those pathways are so that we can have and enjoy the kind of increased intimacy with God that he desires to have with us so that we can experience the life that God wants lived by us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. How y'all doing today? Matthew chapter 3, verse 13. Of course, because we continuing the teaching that we started just a little while back. And that is pathways to increase intimacy with God. I can do all things through Christ. Pathways to intimacy with, increase intimacy with God. Praise God. Because God is inviting us to draw nearer to him. That we might be able to experience more of him. Be able to see him in ways like we never did before. And he's sharing with us what we need to do to be able to walk through that open door. Matthew chapter 3. We're using Jesus as our example of what it is that we need to do. Verse 13 reads. Then come of Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, he hath, he hath, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering and said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Of course, we know the person that he's speaking of is Jesus Christ, who we know is our Lord and Savior, who is also our elder brother, who we know is the one who came as our substitute, our propitiation to be able to go to the cross for me and you, to be able to allow us the ability to be able to have the great exchange happen for me and you, whereas he would take upon our sinfulness and we would take upon his righteousness. That's why he came to fulfill all righteousness, so you and I could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, he also took away our sin so that we don't have our sin anymore. 
But unfortunately, many believers, praise God, are not operating like the sons of God, like Jesus is the sons of God, because they're still trying to go back into the sin that was taken away from them before. Praise God. They're still trying to operate in that old lifestyle that they used to do. Praise God. But that's other people. I'm not talking about you because we are people that have been learning about our pathways to intimacy with God. And we found out that sinlessness is a result of our intimacy with God. That a result of our intimacy with God is sinlessness. Because the closer we get to God, the more we recognize that we need to be able to conduct ourselves in a way that honors God uh, for what it is that he did for me and you. He sent his son to die for me and you so that we don't have to be the old me and you. That's why when now that we are brand new, we're supposed to operate like that way too. The Bible says if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God, which means everything about us is supposed to be God. The things that we do, the way that we conduct ourselves and how we treat, treat others and everything else that we do, it's supposed to be everything about God. That's what's supposed to be about me and you. But if many of us just took a little stroll through our life, praise God, and begin to look around, we see things that ain't supposed to be around, praise God. But I got good news for you. Just continue to draw close to God, and you're going to learn exactly what you need to do so that you can be able to be the you that God wants you to be too. We found out already that God invited us to be able to draw closer to him. He told us that over in James chapter 4. Let's look at that, and then we'll step into today's stuff that he has in store. James chapter 4. And if I were you, I would have an idea to hear what the Lord's going to say to you because he's going to help some of you to be able to walk in this wonderful life that he's got planned for you. James chapter 4. Verse 7 reads, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I bet he will too. Praise God. Since you are of God and everything. Praise God. Since you know how to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and resist the devil like the word says we can. Praise God. So he said, you draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. But he also said, cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. See, God doesn't want us double-minded. He wants us God-minded. God doesn't want us double-minded. God wants us God-minded. Now, when we got born again, blessed be the name of the Lord, he went in on the inside of us and recreated us. I'm talking about the real us into his image and likeness. Come on, Trey, I'm coming your way. We are a spirit that lives in a body that possesses a soul. So when, so we, the real us, spirit, got changed. We got fused back together with God. We got lined up with God. We got reconciled to God in such a way where, as the Bible says, and speaking of us, I'm talking about the real us, that as he is in heaven, so are we right now because we've been recreated in the image and likeness of God. We are sinless in and of ourselves. We, in and of ourselves, are sinless. Because when we got born again, we got changed into the image of God and, 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 and we're sealed until the day of redemption by the Holy Spirit of promise. He came in and locked us up, locked us into a little Holy Ghost baggie in such a way where we ain't nothing getting in and ain't nothing getting out. Praise God. For that, we got reason to shout. Praise God. We should be excited about that. But our minds were not changed at that time. Praise God. Our minds and our hearts were not changed at that time. Many of our hearts were still filled with filth. Most of our minds were still filled with filth. And because of that, we still think filthy. And the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Which means that's how we're going to do it. That's how we're going to conduct ourselves. Now, that's not us, but that's the way we conduct ourselves, as though it's us. But God wants us to be able to learn what to do to be able to uh, have that thing ridded from me and you. So that we no longer operate according to the sin that we used to. Praise God. We found out, praise God, that if you keep drawing drawing closer to God, you'll find out that all our ways are seen by God. God knows everything that we do, everything that we should and should not do. That's both the sins of omission and the sins of commission. 
the things that we do that we omit that we should do, and the things that we do that we commit that we should not do. Because we found out even our secret sins are hidden to God. All the stuff that we don't let nobody else know about, but God know all about. And how about this? Even ones that we don't know about will pop to the top and we'll find out what it is that we do. That's not like God, like it ought to be, and so we don't do what we're supposed to do. That's why God shares with us the gospel. Because we found out that the, God, the gospel shares with us about our righteousness. Because therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Our righteousness is revealed. But we found out that that word righteousness is the word equity, which is talking about that which is even, just, or equal. Equity, which is that which is even, just, or equal. Which means God says, I want you to live your life even with what it is that I've said to you and what I've made you to be and what I've got for you to do. I want you to live your life just as though you've never done anything wrong and that you're not going to do anything wrong. And I want you to live your life equal to what it is that my word says to you. And that's what's revealed to us through the word of God. Why? So that we, the little children, could be able to live our lives like we ought to. And as the Bible teaches us, that we can go, go on in our lives without continuing in sin. That yes, there was a day that it started in our lives, but there's a day that it can stop in our lives. And that's tied to that word that God gives me and you. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Turn to Psalms number 119, please. Psalms number 119. See, as we spend more and more time with the Lord, he shares more and more with us. And the more and more that he shares with us that we actually do trust, we'll also be able to do what it is that it started to do and continue to do it in the middle of our lives. When we were born again, we were delivered. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God still wants to deliver us. Praise God, even from us. Psalms number 119. God wants to deliver us, even from us. Psalms 119, we'll start reading at stanza number one. It says, blessed are the undefiled in the way, in, in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. It said, blessed are the undefiled. That word undefiled right there means the ones who are entire. That's both literally as well as figuratively and morally. Whereas we're entire. It also means that we have integrity and truth. Blessed are they who operate in integrity and in truth. That's what it's actually saying. Blessed are they who operate in integrity and in truth. God wants our lives to be integrous. He wants our lives to be based upon the truth. And the truth, of course, comes from the word of God. And if we operate according to the word of God, then we can be able to walk in that truth. And, of course, that will bring our father great pleasure. Because the Bible says in 3 John, verse 3, he said, I delight when I found out that my... That, 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 that I found out that the truth was in thee, even as thou walkest according to the truth. God wants us to walk according to the truth and live our lives according to the truth. Because if the truth is anywhere near told, most of us, that's both here in the warm, warm weather as well as the ones in the cold, is that we live our lives according to the lies that we're told. We live our lives according to our concepts and precepts, ideas and, and, and things, suppositions that were given to me and you that we found out later on down the line are not true. That is when you study the word of God and learn the word of God or spend time with God so that God could be able to share things with you about what it is that you should and should not do. The Bible said, blessed are the undefiled in the way. The word undefiled also translates the upright. I like that. We're the upright. Praise God. We're the ones that are standing straight up and down. We ain't leaning. Hallelujah. And we flat out ain't laying down. We ain't leaning and we flat out ain't laying down. We are the upright. And it also means the one without blemish and without spot. 
That's us. We are the church. We're the ones that without blemish and without spot. Now, remember, I'm talking about the real you, the holy, the, the, the spirit that's living on the inside of you. You are without blemish and you are without spot. But blessed are you who do that. But God also wants your life to be unspotted, too, to be unblemished, too, so that you could be able to live out this blessed life that God has in store for you. Blessed are the undefiled who walk in the law of the Lord. Of course, the word law is talking about teachings and instructions, which means that God gives us teaching and instructions of how we should walk and how we should live our lives. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. They also do no iniquity. That word iniquity is talking about evil, speaking of morally. Evil, speaking of morally, we don't do any evil, those of us who walk according to his ways. We don't do no evil. It also translates unrighteousness. See, we are the righteousness of God. We don't do unrighteousness. We do righteous. We operate righteously. We don't operate unrighteously. We operate righteously. It also translates wickedness. We do no wickedness. We ain't all twisted in what we do twisted in how we conduct ourselves in life. No, we are straight up and down the way God wants us to be. See, the reason why we do no iniquity is because we walk in his way. The reason why we do no no iniquity is because we walk in his way. That word way right there means a road. It's speaking more of a paved road. It's talking about a road. It's talking about a paved road. A paved road is one where somebody went down in front before you to be able to make it easier for you to be able to transverse that and be able to go and do what it is that you need to do. It's a paved road. Well, the Lord went ahead of me and you in order to be able to pave the way for me and you so that we can know exact pathway to walk so that we don't do no iniquity. Praise God. Jesus Christ, praise God, went before us and he, he laid a trail for us. And all we have to do is follow the trail that he walked and walk even as he's walked. And if we walk the same way he walked, we won't do no iniquity. Why? Because he didn't do no iniquity. He was the sinless son that never made a mistake a day in his life. And we can be those sinless sons that don't make any more mistakes in, the, in, in our lives. Praise God. I said that don't make any more mistakes in our lives. Figuratively, that word way means a course of life or a mode of action. Figuratively, it means a course of life or a mode of actions. That's powerful. Because walking in God's course of life keeps us from walking in a course of life that is evil in God's eyes. Walking in God's course of life keeps us from walking in a course of life that is evil in God's eyes. Because you know there are courses of life that are evil in God's eyes. Walking in God's mode of action causes our actions to not be iniquity in God's eyes. Walking in God's mode of action causes our actions to not be iniquity in God's eyes. Which means the things that we do will be things that will please God like he desires to. See, this is important because it helps us to know how to stop doing what we ought not be doing. It helps us to know how to stop doing what we ought not be doing. It's by starting to do what we ought to do. See, most people try to stop doing what they ought not be doing by trying to stop doing what they ought not be doing. But you're not going to be able to stop doing what you ought not be doing by stopping doing what you ought not be doing. What you ought to do is start doing what you ought to be doing. Because once you start doing what you ought to be doing, it'll stop you from doing what it is you should not be doing. I hope this is making sense to somebody up in here. 
Because this is important because it helps us to know how to stop doing what we ought not be doing. Because we don't want to be doing what God don't want us to be doing. But we'll be trying to stop. You want to stop? Start doing what God said do. And the moment you start doing what God said do, you will stop doing what you ought not do. Keep a marker here. Keep a finger here. Something. Praise God. Go to Galatians chapter 5. Praise God. Galatians chapter 5. I'll show you. Praise God. You take my word for it. You just think I'm just saying cute little words underfold back into your life. They might be, words might be cute, but they're effective too. Because I'm talking to B-I-B-L-E, the instructions that God has given me in you. We're in Galatians chapter 5. New Testament, verse 16, it reads, This I say then, walk in the spirit, do something, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Notice what it does not say. Stop fulfilling the lust of the flesh, and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, so many of us are trying to stop doing something. God said, no, all I want you to do is start doing something. That's why he's inviting each and every one of us to draw nigh to him. Start doing something. Draw nigh to him. Start doing something. Because the closer you get to him, the, then he'll put you on the road and the pathway to be able to not do what it is that you ought not do. He, because if we walk in the flesh, walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That word walk right there means to tread all around. That is to walk at large. To tread all around. To walk at large. But this is deep. Because that word tread all around, to walk at large, means especially as a proof of ability. Especially as a proof of ability. That we're going to do what we do to be able to prove the ability that we have. That we will do what we do in order to prove the ability that we have. See, the proof of the pudding is in the tasting. It's not in the presentation. It's in the tasting. Because it can have all the swirls necessary. It'd be nasty as cardboard, praise God. But yet, if, 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 if it's the tasting that the proof is. And God says your walk is going to be proof of the fact that you can do this right. Your very life is going to be proof that it can be do this right. That we can do this right. Figuratively, it means to live. Praise God. That this is all the way that we ought to live. It means deport oneself. Which means you ought to deport yourself to doing this. Ain't going to get into that too deep. Praise God. And I like this one. Follow. But it means to follow as a companion. That's why he says walk in love even as Jesus walked in love. That we ought to walk the same pathway that Jesus walked. Why? Because if we follow him and go in the direction that he did, then that's the kind of walk that God wants us to walk like he did. That we follow the Lord as a companion. A companion is somebody that you want to be with. A companion is somebody that you want to be able to be with. That you want to fellowship with and spend time with. Well, those of us who want to fellowship and be with God, God just say, follow him. Walk the way that he walks. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That word fulfill right there means perform. I like that. You will not perform the works of the flesh. Of course, perform means to carry out. Means to carry out. You will not carry out the lust of the flesh. But I like this definition even better. It means to act. To act. See, actors act like they are somebody who they're not. Actors act like they are somebody who are not, who they're not. And if you are a person who still sins against God, then you're acting 
Because that's not you. You are a born again believer. You are a child of the living God. And the Bible says that he who is born again cannot commit sin. So then the sin that you commit, when he said you cannot commit, commit it, you're just acting. You're acting like you enjoy what you do. You're acting like you, that this is what you ought to do. You're acting like the world rather than acting like the child of God like you ought to. So if you really want to act like you're supposed to act, then just be who you're supposed to be. See, God's not asking you to act. God's asking you to be. Be ye holy, even as I am holy. He didn't say act holy. He said be holy. But the good part about it is that previously you couldn't be it. So God said, I'm going to make you it. Now you can be it. It's just as natural as being who you are. The sinless life is an easy life. Because all you're doing is just being who you are. See, if you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That word walk right there means to live your life in accord with. Live your life in accord with. So he's telling us to live our life in accord with the spirit. By, by walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit means living your life influenced and led by the spirit. Influenced and led by the spirit. By the way, that's a capital S on that spirit. Not a small S on that spirit. Because if it's a small S, it qualifies as an evil spirit. But if it's a capital S, it qualifies as the Holy Spirit. And so we operate according to the Holy Spirit, as well as the Word of God, which is also spirit and life. So we operate according to the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, which is a life. The little Greek reads it this way. It says we operate our lives by the rule of the Holy Ghost, by the rule of the Holy Spirit. Hundredfold back into your life, young man. By the rule of the Holy Spirit. I say Holy Ghost because you know I'm from the hood. Praise God. We operate our lives according to the rule of the Holy Ghost. The word rule means command or direction. Command or direction, which means wherever God commands us, directs us, that's what we do. Whatever God commands us, directs us, that's what we do. We're the ones that walk according to the spirit. And once you walk according to the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because see, when Holy Spirit rules your life, you'll have life for real. When Holy Spirit rules your life, you'll have life for real. Just like when Holy Spirit doesn't rule your life, you'll have death for real. Because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is. And God extends you that gift by extending you a word, by sharing with you what he wants you to think, what he wants you to do, how you need to conduct yourselves because he's living on the inside of you. See, fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in the spirit. Fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in the spirit. Yeah, not walking in the spirit. Fulfilling the lust of the flesh is the result of not walking in the spirit. Which means the moment you stop walking in the spirit is the moment you start fulfilling the lust of the flesh. So you have to purpose to come out of the spirit in order to be able to go back into the flesh. See, darkness can only manifest where light isn't. And sin can only manifest where spirituality isn't. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does want us to have a closer, more intimate relationship with Him than we presently have. I hope that you're seeing that God has opened the door of opportunity for us to have the intimate relationship with us that He wants to have with us. A door of opportunity that we'll be glad that we walk through when we do into the closer, more intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with me and you. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to do whatever I need to do 
to increase my intimacy with the God who wants me to. I also hope that you do the same thing too. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So, if you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B, that's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship, this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints. It's done on the fourth Friday of every month. For all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until A. It's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 